Hello, my name is Chloe Tonus, and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime, the podcast where we discuss all things cybersecurity in bite-sized episodes. Today we will be discussing a topic that is rather scary, which is stalkerware. Stalkerware is a more colloquial name for apps that are installed on someone else's device to track them and their activities. But instead of that data being sent to hackers, it's sent to a person who installed the app, who usually is not exactly a master hacker. However, I still do count this as a subcategory of spyware because the data is sent to the people who developed the app. It's not installed voluntarily by the victim, but it is installed on purpose by someone looking to spy on them. That is what I think differentiates spyware from stalkerware. I think stalkerware is a subcategory, but stalkerware is installed on purpose and spyware typically is not. These types of apps may have what some people consider to be a legitimate purpose, such as parental control, but they can definitely be abused by people who have physical access to other people's phones, like an abusive spouse trying to track their partner's location and read their messages to control who they communicate with. These apps are also typically given a lot of access to the devices they are installed on, and can be hard to detect and remove by the layperson and therefore are prime targets for data breaches. One of these apps, known as Let Me Spy, was breached, and that is what we will be discussing today. As I just summarized, Let Me Spy is an Android phone tracking app installed on about 236,000 devices. It's touted as a mobile monitoring app used to keep tabs on your kids and employees. I don't know how ethically justified that employees part is, but... Well, like I said, there can be more sinister purposes for installing this type of application. Let Me Spy has access to text messages, call history, and even precise real-time location data on people with the app, usually unknowingly installed on their device. On June 21st, people logging into their portal app to check on their kids, spouses, or employees' whereabouts were greeted with a message stating that a security incident occurred involving obtaining unauthorized access to the data of its users. I would argue that the entire point of the whole app is to obtain unauthorized access to the data of its users, because it's a subset of spyware, that's what it does. Of course, Let Me Spy's definition of unauthorized access to the data of its users is a third party breaching them. Wow, I can't imagine a third party viewing the data that you're trying to send privately, that must be so terrible for them, I feel so bad. But, of course, the victims who don't know they have this app on their phone are the ones most affected because it's their data that is primarily being collected. Whoever hacked Let Me Spy had obtained email addresses, phone numbers, and the content of messages collected. A Polish security research blog, Niebezpiecznik, I apologize to the Polish if I pronounced that wrong, I tried, first reported the breach and even reached out to Let Me Spy for a comment. However, what's interesting is that although they got a response, it wasn't from the actual creators of the app, but the hackers. This suggests that one of the employees was likely compromised, or the entire domain was seized. The hacker claimed they deleted the Let Me Spy databases that were stored on the server, however, leaked copies appeared on the internet rather quickly. A different group known as DDoS Secrets, Secrets is part of the S though, which indexes leaked datasets in the public interest, shared this database with TechCrunch, which is one of my sources, but is limiting the spread of this leak due to the amount of very, very personally identifiable information in it. 
When TechCrunch reviewed the leaked data, it was years and years of text and call data, going back to 2013, which was 10 years ago now, and of course IP addresses associated with that data. I would like to emphasize that all of this text data was in human readable format. You could go through these people's personal messages, years of them, and just read them. The database also contained over 13,000 location data points for several thousand victims. This data actually tells us a majority of the victims are in the United States, India, and Western Africa. Unfortunately for many of the stalkers, their data was not safe either. It wasn't as extensive as the victims, but information on whether a free or paid plan was revealed as well as their email addresses and IP information which, if you're not careful, could be used to identify you. In fact, Maya Arsen Krimu, who became well-known for linking the no-fly list in a blog post featuring a plush of the Scarlet and Violet starter Pokemon Sprigatito, I'm not kidding, received a copy of some of the leaked data and identified the email addresses of many U.S. college students using the stalkerware. And I gotta say, college students likely don't have kids old enough to have phones or employees to spy on, so take from that what you will. I have linked her blog in my sources. She goes over the dump data without revealing any of the personal information on the victims, if you want to know a little bit more about the contents. Let me spy notified law enforcement in Poland and the Polish Data Protection Authority about the breach, but it is unclear if the victims who were spied on will be notified, or even if they can be. If they will, I certainly don't think Let Me Spy is going to be the one to do it. <laughs> but it creates a potentially terrifying and unsafe situation if victims were to be notified. But, at the same time, wouldn't you like to know if you were being spied on by someone you thought you could trust? So, what exactly can be done about apps like these? Let Me Spy won't appear on the victim's home screen, so it will be hard to detect. In fact, it was actually disguised as regular old boring system apps. Since this was an Android app, switching on Google Play Protect can help prevent the download of, or warn you of, malicious apps that have been downloaded. This may not work for all apps, especially smaller, newer ones, but it can weed out anything installed on your device that you may not be aware of. Finally, the goal of the attack remains unclear. It could be an act of hacktivism to take down the app, considering the databases were supposedly deleted and the website remains in a sad, broken state. However, some data was made publicly available, although others are trying to limit the spread of that data. Thank you to TechCrunch, Dark Reading, and the Hacker News for reporting on this case, and of course to Niebes Piechnik for first discovering the incident. Most importantly, though, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime. My name is Chloe Donis, and until next time, stay secure!